0: the f-
1: sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America, anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to
2: MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Hi, this is Rod with PCs and Parts. We are giving away a free desktop PC for the month of December. So come by and check it out and enter to win our free PC giveaway. We provide sales and service for all makes and models. For all your computer needs, come by and see us. We are located in the Orchard Shopping Center in Loveland, next to the Ace Hardware. Or you can find us at PCsandparts.com. Call us at 970-203-0696. That's 970-203-0696. This Christmas, experience the magic of Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry. Our artisan freeze-dried ice cream, crafted by our local Colorado company, brings a unique twist. Ice cream that doesn't melt. From classic vanilla to exciting cookie dough, our
0: crunchy treats melt into velvety smooth joy. And for a nostalgic twist, try our puffed-up candies, perfect for gifts and stocking stuffers. Visit RockyMountainFreezeDry.com
2: and unwrap the extraordinary. Ho, ho, ho. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network.
1: It's time for the Deaf Blind Potter Show with your host, Kelvin Crosby. Why you ever chose me has
3: always been a mystery All my life I've been told I
2: belong At the end of the line With well, all the other not quite We'll only never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this
3: time
2: Cause I'm just a nobody we're Trying to tell everybody we're All
3: Hey, 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 it's so good to see you Even though I can't see you It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood And I'm so excited that you are here At the DeafBlind Potter Show my name is Calvin Crosby, also known as the Death Flying Potter, and I want to just wish you guys all a happy Thanksgiving uh, week late. I know when I had the show last week, I was kind of doing it right off the fly, and I forgot to wish you guys all a happy Thanksgiving. So I got quite a show for you today, and it's going to be very interesting how this story that we're going to have today, it's going to be what, what I love about this story it's about God providing when you don't necessarily have hope to be able to have that opportunity and today's story is for those that live in the North Ridge of Colorado you probably have either heard her on a stage or you have are hearing her on the radio or you're seeing she's a f- president of Future Farmers of America like there's all these things that this amazing woman is doing, and all the things that is incredible about her, and I'm excited to take you on this journey. And so, before we dive into this, I got to do a couple business things. All right. So today's Cyber Monday. If you want some Deathline Potter pieces, go to potter dot com, and there's, we're offering free shipping. We don't offer free shipping normally, but we're offering free shop free shipping for Black or uh, whatever today is Cyber Monday, and so you can get your Cyber Monday Deathline Potter pieces. You can, if the pieces are too expensive, you can also get merch there. You got Deathline Potter shirts, you got Deathline Potter. Uh, hats, hoodies, and all that stuff, and then you also have the different "Live Beyond the Label" brand, and, and you also have the Kelvin No Negative and Greek Kelvin brand. All that there for you to encourage somebody this holiday season to help them live beyond their challenges. So now that we got the business out of the way, let me introduce you to my guest and who this lady when I met her for the first time, I was a little bit like, wow. Like, she she's pretty cool. And I was like, you know, she, she, she got something going for herself. And I'm excited to see how how life is going to grow for her. And I mean, I remember when she was first becoming this a, a big music star. And like, she was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, I'm nervous about this. And I'm like, oh yes, I'm going to do that. And but we were there in the moment, and I'll never forget being one of her first interviews. When we first, I interviewed her, and she was nervous, but we got through it, and man, it was powerful. So I want to welcome you to Elijah Joe. Welcome to the Elijah Joe to the Defying Potter Show.
0: Hi, Kelvin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today.
3: So thank you so much for being here, and so. Let's. We're going to dive right into it, all the way to the commercial, and I'm going to let you run the rest of this show for me, because you got quite the story. So let's start, literally, when you came out of the womb of your parents, let's start with that part of your story, because that is one of the biggest part of your story that, like, people don't realize that the challenges that you face were not necessarily always what you have today. So tell us your story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm 18 years old, so I was born not too long ago, but it feels like a while to me. And um, I was born in Colorado. I've always lived in Colorado, and I love this state so, so much. Um, like you said earlier, I am from northern Colorado uh, from a small town called Eaton, and um, When I was born, my parents thought I was a totally normal kid, you know, Um, and I was their firstborn. So then when I turned three, my younger sister, Maddie, came along, and they started to realize that I wasn't doing things that a normal kid really should. I joked that because I was the firstborn, they were like, yeah, maybe that is normal that she turns her head and runs into stuff. But um, (laughs) they realized a little later on when I turned three that something is wrong and they need to take me to the doctor because they realized that I wouldn't really look at them when they would talk to me. And like I said, I'd run into stuff. And so they took me to the doctor and originally thought that I had a tumor on my eye. And so they, of course, that freaked them out as new parents. And so then they were sent to doctor after doctor after doctor until finally they were delivered the news that their little girl had a rare eye disease called Leber's congenital amaurosis. Um, That's a
3: mouthful. Uh,
0: right? Uh, how
3: long did it take you to learn how to say that?
0: I know. It took me a while. I it, I didn't really know what I had until probably middle school, I'm sad to say, because it was just such a complicated word. And so um, I'm very happy I can say it now. But definitely in kindergarten when I would have to have special accommodations, um, I would not be able to explain what was going on.
2: <laughs>
0: so, so then, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
3: you keep keep going, keep going, because you're okay. a great t- storyteller, so you keep going.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I just love to talk, you
2: know. <laughs> 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 so, hey, the, the truth, truth comes
0: topic. out. <laughs> 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 yes. So um, I turned three and got this diagnosis, and um, the craziest part was Leapers is usually a very severe case and people are completely blind by the age of one um but like i said my parents didn't find out till i was three so i had a more mild case of levers which caused me to slowly lose my vision um and so i was able to blend in with my peers for quite a while, honestly, uh, ever since I started elementary school, I was able to, the, really the only thing that changed for me is having to sit close to the teacher and um, have a little bit extra time on tests. But as I got older and got into middle school, I got this fabulous cart. It was beautiful. I carried all my technology on it. People could hear me from a mile away. <laughs> so talk about welcome to middle school. Here's this ginormous cart that you get to push around. Um, but, again, I still could blend in pretty good. When I turned eight, I actually tried sports. It was crazy, Kelvin. So I did my sports, and um, I'm very proud to say the only hit I ever had in a volleyball game was it bounced off my shoe. Best part, had no idea it happened. But I, mean, I had did, a teammate did, did you that was a point? on the ground and ready to hit it over the net. So it was good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so wait, so tell me about this a little bit because I, I, isn't – isn't, the foot, the foot's not a valuable. It's not. It's not a legal move, right? You
0: know, I thought the same thing. I didn't think they were gonna count it, but apparently it counted. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I guess that's just how it goes. But I, my favorite part was, like I said, I had no idea it happened, so I'm still waiting for the ball, and <laughs> apparently it already came.
3: Yeah. So, um, so how did you? So. You're in junior high. You're pushing around a cart. Did, did you deck it out with any lights or anything, like, cool?
0: Oh, you know, that would have been such a good idea. <laughs> I, I remember it was, like, gray color, and um, it was honestly a very ugly cart. But that would have been fun to come up with some fun little decorations for it. I did not think about that in the moment. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, it reminds me, like, when I was – uh, in first or kindergarten and first grade, they had me wear this box on my chest that was like a trainer. And it, you it, think for for you, think about your like the small iPhone. Mm-hmm. And so before we, um, <laughs> I'm having challenges today. So when we come back, I'll tell you a little bit more about the trainer and my challenge with that as well. We're gonna continue Elijah Joe's story. So you ready? Stay tuned, and we'll see you on the other side.
2: Join me, J. Deplorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon right here on AM 1360.
3: It's so good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I'm so excited that you are here at the Deaf Blind Potter Show. My name is Kelvin Cosby, also known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and today I got an awesome guest. Today, her name is Elijah Joe, and what we've done so far: we covered her childhood and and how the difficult word that her vision loss has occurred. I can't... Something out of my world, something. And she'll tell us all about it. But it what's amazing is is that she's going through this journey in her life. And what we're going to do now is that we're going to start preparing ourselves for what life was starting to be like after she realized her vision was getting worse. So, Eliza Jill, take it away.
0: Oh, thank you, Kelvin. I... Well, we had talked about my childhood, and it was pretty normal because um, I slowly lost my vision, and really, majority of my vision left when I turned 15 and entered high school, and I was pretty young for my grade, so this was my sophomore year when this happened, but I ended up getting my very first um, white cane and having to start to navigate life with that, and I wanted nothing but to fit in with the people around me, and when I got my cane, it was like now I had this sore thumb that helped me stick out, and I was not looking forward to it. I was very blessed to have some amazing support from my family and my friends. I remember very vividly having friends that would walk down the hallway with me when I would use my cane. But I was so against it that my teacher of visual impairments, we had to come up with a little competition because I'm a very competitive person. And she told me that if I used my cane every passing period for an entire week, that she would buy me donuts. And I was like, (laughs) absolutely. So I made this my own little competition and I really realized after I started to use it more that I really needed it and so once I came to that conclusion um, it really helped me be able to use it but 15 was a hard year (laughs) I also had the realization that I was not going to be able to drive, and I come from a small town, and so for all of my peers, getting your driver's license is the biggest thing you could possibly do, so when I came to this realization that I wasn't going to get it, um, it was hard. It was really, really hard for me, and so it was actually the summer of 2020, I Ended up having these um, several interactions of people asking about, "Oh, Liza, you gonna get your license yet?" Things like that, and um, I just kept letting it build up. I had never really grieved my vision loss before uh, because I've, I'd been able to fit in for the most part until that year, and all of a sudden, instead of grieving over what I was going through, I just kept pushing it down and just being like, it's going to be okay. I'll be fine. I'm not really going to deal with this right now. And finally, on in June, uh, middle of June of 2020, I got to have this experience where we we're hosting a birthday party for uh, one of my best friends. And she, my, the family had me in charge of pointing people in the direction to go park. And I was like, really, is this a good idea to have the flags? <laughs> I mean, we, you you guys? were having
3: the flags, right? I mean, or, or, yeah, or exactly. were you using the white cane, but over here, people, over here, <laughs> yeah. over here. Come on, people over the way. I don't know if you're going the right way, but hey, keep on going that way.
0: <laughs> yes, I just kept going between the barns. Just when you get between the barns, find the other cars, park over there. Um,
3: but I mean, the t- question t- is, I mean, did you know what a barn looks like? I mean, that's a whole a whole another question.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, I was very blessed to grow up on a, a couple acres, and I grew up showing horses and sheep. So you know, the agricultural industry is my favorite thing. Um, and so, yeah, it was like, come on, guys, go between the barns. You got this. Um, and then if they didn't know, just say go between the places that kind of smell like manure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the smell of money people go towards the smell of money
0: (laughs) amen oh my goodness. yeah so i came across this one gentleman and he didn't understand my directions and i don't know what that was about i don't know if he didn't know what a farm looked like but i he finally made a comment to me on well why don't you just go park my truck and i took that comment And it was like the final cherry on top of all the emotions that I had been feeling the last few months. In reality, the last few years, but um, just for that moment, the last few months. And I had this overwhelming sense of, man, I'm mad at God. And I... Um, on the outside was like, ha-ha, sir, that's really funny. I know you would never let me actually park your truck, but he went and parked his vehicle. And later that night, me and my friends ended up playing hide-and-go-seek, and I found myself in the back of this truck bed looking up at the stars and just bawling my eyes out and just telling God how upset I was. And And finally I got to the point where I was telling him, if you would give me just one day to get to have perfect vision and get to read a book, oh my goodness, I would love to read a book. And getting to um, see my parents' faces and to get to drive a car safely—I have driven a car before. Um, it actually, wait,
3: wait, wait, it actually wait, wait, wait! You, you drove in a car before and you can't see?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, t- so. Tell
3: me the story. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, before we go forward, I gotta know the story.
0: Oh, of course. I would love to tell you this story. So it actually happened twice. The first one um, was when, oh gosh, it was actually that same year. And I had become friends with this uh, group of, of kids from my youth group. One of them, the guy who let me drive his car, is actually my boyfriend now. So I like to joke that if you want to get a blind girl, then you let her drive your car. <laughs> but... <laughs> But he let me drive his car, and it did not go great, but he's okay, the car's okay, it's good. And then <laughs> so so happened, how, how
3: many trash cans did you run over? How many mailboxes did you run over?
0: Actually, none. But then he told me to parallel park, and all of a sudden we're up on the curb, and I was like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but we survived. He was going to have me drive to McDonald's, Kelvin. It was crazy. I was like, No. <laughs>
3: And, and being in Eaton, you know that the, the police officers there are a little bit strict on the on the oh, driving yeah. laws.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> and so it would have been very bad. And so, but he had all the faith in me. He was like, "You can do this." And I said, "I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> but then my second occurrence was a couple weeks ago, actually. There's a video of it. For those of you that aren't following Colorado FFA, I re- this is my um, shameless plug for that. <laughs> I am the state president for uh, Colorado FFA, and um, I've been very blessed to do that. And me and my chapter visit partner, we ended up recording a video to announce that we were partners. And it was this whole bit about me being able to not really drive a car, but drive a car and um in there, I say, seatbelts are safety, seatbelts are key, and our gal who was recording us, she did not put her seatbelt on, and I slammed on the brakes, and she she did almost go through the windshield, but she's okay. It's okay.
3: Hey, <laughs> so. and, and what you could have said, I never saw that coming.
0: Absolutely, that is exactly what my my deal would have been. It would have just been me saying, you know what, I'm sorry, but I'm not liable for this because you willingly got in the car.
3: <laughs> I mean, JD probably listening to this and thinking these two blind people got—they're just way too off their rockers. I oh, mean, look- <laughs>
0: absolutely. <laughs> so, yes.
3: so as you, so this guy tells you, hey lied the joke, want to drive my car and park it for me, and this yeah. this impacted you in a way that you never realized,
0: yeah, it was oh, it was just this, like I said, the cherry on on top and, and just made all these emotions that I had been suppressing just boil over. And so getting back to when I was in the back of that truck bed, I was telling God if he gave me this one day to get to drive a car, to get to see my parents' faces, to be able to read a book, all of these different things that I was honestly just complaining and having my own little pity party, but I have never cried like that before, and I've never really felt that way before before. And I went to bed that night, um, crying myself to sleep, which I had never done before either. And that night I just was, I knew that the next morning I was going to have to just get over myself and move on. Um, But I, I honestly, Kelvin, if I'm being real with you, I didn't I didn't know if God had heard me that night or if he really cared about what I was going through. But then that next morning, I got to go sing a song um, at a, a pig show church service. Go so pig it shows. Seems like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it seems like a really odd place, but I am from northern Colorado, and showing pigs is a big deal in my family. So Okay. Um,
3: oink, oink, yeah. all the way.
0: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> so then, I, I found myself getting to to sing this song called "Confidence" by Sanctus Real, and if you haven't heard it before, I really recommend it. It is such a good song, um, and I got to sing it after they diagnosed this girl with cancer. Uh, well, I mean, they didn't diagnose her. But, so but before you get go, go on with your story,
3: <laughs> before you go for before we get to this point, people, see, have you ever been in a situation in your life, the listener? See, have you ever been in a situation when that one day all hope leaves and you don't have any more hope to keep moving forward. See, for Elida Jo this day that she was in the back of this truck she wanted her vision back just to see her mom her dad, her sister, even her horse, to be able to read the Bible for the first time with her own eyes. That's all she wanted for one day. And she'll be blind for the rest. See, I want you to think about what you're going through today. Are you going through a moment where this one day impacted your life so much? And you're asking God to give you something more. And what we're about ready to hear is how you might not know why you're going through this pain. You might not know why you're dealing with this struggle. You might not know why you have this physical ailment in your life. And I might have just been a part of you, but now it's hit you so hard in your life. And you're asking yourself the question How do I continue to move forward? And Eliza Joe, I want you to tell us now the story as you were preparing at the pig show. And yeah. you're getting ready to sing your song, but something comes to your life, you end up praying for somebody, and something really changed in your life in this moment.
0: Yes, oh my goodness, I will never forget this day. Um, I ended up getting to go sing that song, and then afterwards, there were some people that Um, actually wanted to pray for me we had just gotten done praying for this one gal and then these people wanted to pray for me and I had never had anybody ever want to pray for me to be healed before and so it was a very different experience for me Um, but then I thought it was crazy because of what I had literally just prayed the night before and so I get in this circle with these people and we start talking and and I'm not going to lie to you. There were a lot of things that I talked to God about that night before that they said oh, so many things to me that Sunday morning that were answers to those prayers that I had had the night before. I can't remember them, sadly. I wish I had written it down. But the one thing I do remember is just remem- feeling this overwhelming peace, this peace that just transcends all understanding, and helped me know that God heard me that night, and he knew exactly what I was feeling, and he wasn't just leaving me high and dry. He was with me in the valley of the shadow, it felt like, you know, and, um, and I, I just felt this peace, and Then, at the end of our conversation, after they had um, tried to heal me and nothing was working, finally, the lead guy, he had said, Liza, do you mind if we just pray that God's will would be done with you? And I was bawling the whole time, but if I wasn't bawling before, it just made me bawl even more, and I just felt this overwhelming peace of, it's all going to be okay, and God's going to... As we continue... This
3: is the perfect song for us to come back to. Because it's going to be well with our soul. So stay with us, and we'll see you on the other side.
1: Pound it, whatever you choose, and get this: there's absolutely no loss of principal. If you ever need your money back, go to investyrefi.com. That's invest the letter y r e f y.com or call eight 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 YREFI twenty four. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to ten point two five percent. Just call triple eight YREFI twenty four, or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you.
2: I <laughs> am Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360.
3: My soul. See, my name is Kelvin Crosby, and this is the Defline Potter Show. And I'm going to j- jump right into this, and we'll do the business at the end of this. See, right now I'm interviewing a lady named Elijah, jo, and we're going through her story, and we're at a point in her story where. <laughs> She was at this point in her life where she didn't know how she was going to keep going forward being visually impaired. And then, literally the next day, she goes to a pig show. Shout out to the pig t- shows. And does a song. And they ask to pray for her for healing. And because she's struggling and they keep praying god give her eyes back get, let her see and her eyes and they and, well the thing is is a lot of times when you pray after healing your eyes get warm or something gets warm in your body or something starts Feel like it getting healed but in this case for eliza joe it was super cold but eliza i want you to tell us what came over you when your eyes became cold when these people were praying over playing praying over you and it since you liked the song it was well with your soul to be where you're at
0: today. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was, I'll never forget that feeling either. Um, When when the gentleman who was praying for me prayed for that healing, originally he told me, you're going to feel this warmth. And I felt cold, like you said, in my eyes. And then when he prayed that the Lord's will would be done with me, I felt, it sounds crazy, but I felt this warmth in my ears and just this peace that even though God didn't open my eyes physically that day, He opened my spiritual eyes to this reality that He's using our broken pieces to show His glory. And it was just so awesome because I had never read, there are two stories that always stick out to me and I feel like I've never read them until this moment had happened. Um, I ended up reading John 9 right after, and and it's when Jesus and the disciples are walking through the village, and they come across this blind man, and they they ask Jesus, they say, Jesus, who, sin, who sins made this man blind, his or his parents? And Jesus responds and says, this man was made blind for the glory of God. And obviously, I really resonate with the blind man, because I'm blind, mm-hmm. he's blind, but... I feel like it's so true for so many people. You know, there are consequences to sin, 100%. But sometimes we go through these really, really awful things in our lives, but God's using them for his glory. And then I also think about um, 2 Corinthians 12, when Paul talks about how he has this thorn in his side, and and he says that uh, he begged God three times to take it away, and every time God responded with, my grace is sufficient and my power and strength is made known through your weakness. So then Paul goes on to say that now, whenever he goes through insults or persecution or um, all these different things, he is going to count it as joy because when he is weak, he is strong. And I just, oh, I love that so much. And ever since that day, don't get me wrong. There's still hard days, 100%. But I have this new understanding and this new mentality of, I will see again. Whether it's on this earth or not, it, I will see again in heaven. And I have this hope that God's going to use me where I'm at and use my struggles and my challenges to glorify himself.
3: Amen. And as you're going through this journey, you're, you're realizing there's a the purpose for your life. And you're showing horses. Well, you're mm-hmm. you're so. Talk, uh, for, this a, help me clarify something. And so you used to c- compete horses. So tell us a little bit about that. What t- type of competition? Like, did you do like tricks and flips and whatever with your horse, or rodeo <laughs> or whatever? Like, I- tell us a little bit about that.
0: I wish I was that talented to be a trick rider, um, but no, I actually was a ranch horse girl. Now um, there is a, a show going on um, that really, really talked about cutting horses and ranch horses, um, and so that is where we're getting our publicity. But I, I grew up showing in the ranch horse world, and so. Um, I think it's cooler than rodeo, but rodeo is pretty awesome. So um, <laughs> shout out to the national finals rodeo going on next week in Vegas. But um, I'll get back on topic here. <laughs> I love showing my horses. I had a horse that I told people could be a registered guide horse because she was awesome. Um,
3: oh, hold, the- hold, hold on. Before we go forward, see, I had this dream of mine that I'll I, – I'll I'll live on a little plantation, like a little like couple acre land, and I have my horse, and it will guide me into the into town to go get my my groceries and all my produce and bring me back home. Like Lily, did you have one of these?
0: You know, it felt like it, because one time, I remember this very vividly, I had a, a little colt that I was training, and then also my one that I say could be a guide horse, and her name is Kit, and um, as in Kit Kat, and so uh-huh. she loved Tootsie Rolls. Um, but we went out to the trailer, and it was really dark, and my dad was like, do you want me to come with you? And I said, no, 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 me and Kit got this, and then I was ponying, which means I was just holding on to the halter of my other horse, Suede. And we get out to the um the outdoor place where the trucks and trailers are, and Kit just stops. Like, she will not go forward. So I get off her, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I stick my hand out, and there was a truck right in front of us. And I do laugh, though, because she could have gone around the truck, but at least she stopped for the truck.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't just take you right into it.
0: Yes, absolutely, which is why I said she could be a guide horse 100%. <laughs> I mean, it is
3: it, it, – it, it, like, I, I tell everybody because, I mean, if you don't if, – listeners, if you don't know, I live in San Diego, California. Yes, I understand. Don't don't, don't bash me, please. You know, <laughs> this is – I, I, yeah, 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 I won't even get started on that. But what was interesting about – like, I had this idea. I'm like, you know, I can't drive, but what if I could just – Get a horse to take me to the market. You know? Yeah. Or get a wagon. You know, I could be a wagon guy with a horse. You know? That sounds like an amazing idea. And get make it white, make a white wagon, and it have red wheels, and then have a flashing yeah. light, and make it look like a blind cane. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Alright, back to your story. We're all way off track here. Yeah. But, so, you're you're showing horses you're showing sheep you're showing pigs right
0: um I showed cattle one year and my sister showed <clears throat> pigs for majority of it so I was okay. a I was a proud bystander when it came to showing pigs
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you knew all about it you just didn't want to deal with it
0: Oh, absolutely. I showed a pig once. Um, It was one show, actually, a year ago this coming Monday. Um, And I got second, or no, two years ago, but I got second place. And I think it's just because I kept getting stuck in the corner and the judge (laughs) forgot I was there. And he was like, oh, man, I got a place right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So as you're going through this, you're getting an opportunity to sing. So tell us about what were you singing? I mean, you're still in high school, and you're showing horses, but you're learning how to sing and getting these opportunities. So, tell us a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, so, um, at this point, it is, oh gosh, June of 2021, and... Um, or, no, I got to sing for the first time by myself in uh, June of 2020. Um, ironically, the same weekend that I had this experience and this realization of God's going to use me. Um, so then I applied for three different things. So, and
3: So when we come back, we're going to hear what ended up happening and how when you think you're doing God's plan, but really you're doing your own... You need to put it in God's hand we're going to see how Elijah Joe handles this see you on the other side <laughs>
2: The globalists
3: say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts.
2: This is Steve Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car
1: experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970
2: 443 5654.
1: 970 443 5654.
2: If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right here on AM 1360. We make miracle work Promise keep Light in the darkness My God, that is you You are
1: here Touching
2: it
3: Hey, hey, hey! So good to see you. Even though I can't see you, it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I'm so excited that you are here at the Deaf Blind Potter Show. My name is Calvin Crosby, also known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and if you want to understand where I got the Deathline Potter name, well, you got to go check me out on that, you know, the TikTok, or the Instagram, or the YouTube, or the Facebook, or... And I even got Rumble now. So, you can go to all those platforms and experience the Deathline Potter. Because I'm going to show you how I do things at Deathline Potter. You're going to get updates on the Simi Kane and my inventions. You're going to see all the updates for the Deathline Potter show. And you're going to be getting all the experience regards to how do I do things Deathline. Because that is. Always a million dollar question for you all is how did the deafblind guy do anything? Shouldn't he just be sitting on the couch and picking his nose and eating potato chips? Nope. So you get to have that whole experience and have that overcoming. You get to see me live beyond my challenge, like this whole show is all about. It's about living beyond your challenge, and that's what the deafblind part is all about. And we're gonna get right into Elijah Joe's story. If you haven't paid attention, or you're just joining us, Eliza Joe is visually impaired, and she got quite the childhood story. But you're gonna have to go listen to the rest of it, and we're gonna pick up right where we left off. So, Elijah Joe, tell us you're com- submitting your music to three different places. Tell us that continue that story.
0: Yeah. So. Um... I feel like we're getting into one of my favorite parts. Not that what I had said before wasn't my favorite because, oh my goodness, it changed my life. But this part was really cool as well. The Lord just works in everything and it's just so cool to see what he does and his plan for me. I thought that plan included me getting to sing the national anthem at the national finals rodeo. Cause like we had talked about earlier, I'm a horse girl and I love rodeo and I love ranch horse and all those things. So I thought, why not sing the anthem there? So I submitted a video to sing the anthem for that. I submitted a video to sing the anthem at the national Western stock show here in Denver, Colorado. And I also submitted a list of songs and me singing a few of them um to national ffa talent show and (laughs) i was very shocked with what ended up happening i thought that singing was something that the lord had in my in my in his plan for me and it ended up being that i got rejected by all three of them three times you're out Oh, exactly. Honestly, I look back and I tell myself, "Man, Liza was kind of a quitter. She gave up real fast." <laughs> because-
3: I mean, I mean, I have to say, I mean, uh, in, in that moment, you're applying for something in your own power. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "No, I'm I'm good enough. I got this."
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes, and so then, after I got these rejections, I remember it very vividly, December of 2021, my mom and I were driving around, and I told her, Mom, I don't think God wants me to sing. I think I'm going to have to rethink my whole plan, and go back to my original plan of being a fourth grade teacher and an equine assisted therapist, but that's a totally different <laughs> subject. Um, and so then she was like, well, I mean, maybe it isn't what God's calling you to like, well, we'll be okay. It's going to be okay. Um, and so I had actually submitted another application to the national Western stock show to be a participant in their mentor matchup, which is where they take 10, youth horse riders and have them work with the uh, trainer and then also compete for a scholarship that later, um, later in that day. And it was the very first event of stock show. And my mom, as mothers do, I went caroling with my youth group, and my mom jumped on the Zoom meeting for me and decided to volunteer me when they asked if they knew anybody who could sing the anthem. And so my mom was like, oh, my goodness, Liza will do it. So I get <laughs> home, and she goes, by the way, I volunteered you to sing the anthem for this. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So um, I ended up getting to sing the anthem, and – uh, do this horse event on the very first day of Stock Show and for those of you that aren't familiar Stock Show is 16 days of just livestock events and rodeos and I learned there's a fiddle competition there is so much that goes into it and um, I got to sing on the very first day of that 16 days So, and be, this is a really oh sorry <laughs> before
3: you get this so, so tell us cause I think you explained this you were sitting on a horse singing the anthem correct
0: Yes, I was. On kit, actually. <laughs>
3: okay. So so you're getting the chance to sing the anthem. Did you just... Did you nail it? Or did it just fall flat? Because you struck out three times already.
0: <laughs> well... Because I had struck out three times, I thought this was going to be my last time singing the anthem. So I gave it my all. And it actually went pretty good, you know, for sitting down and for being on a horse. I felt like it went very well. And I was proud of how it turned out, whether it was going to lead to more or not. I was very at peace with what had happened.
3: So everybody's wondering, did the horse do any dancing for you or – or did it just stand there and just like,
0: you know, it was my first and only time that I've ever sang on a horse, and she did phenomenal. Like I said, she could be a seeing eye uh, horse, and so um, she did phenomenal when I sang on her, and she was very calm the whole time, which was a huge blessing. Totally the Lord's provision.
3: <laughs> did, did, did he clap his uh, hooves together for you? <laughs>
0: You know, she wasn't that nice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man! So as this, so this happens. You give it all you had, because like you thought it was gonna be the last time you're ever get to do this.
0: Yes, and oh, it just was so awesome. And I ended up going through the whole day. And finally, at the end of that event, um, I ended up getting second to last, and I'm a very competitive person, so I was like, oh, man. But I ended up getting to still win that day because the gal who um, ran that event, she asked if I would come back for the freestyle raining the next day. And for me, my exposure to freestyle ratings, for those of you that don't know, it's just when people ride their horses to music and they dress up in costumes and they have a whole cool story with it. And it's really cool. But the ones I had been to weren't very cool. Yeah. So,
3: so um, let's see how her eyes are open. I love this song. Open the eyes of my I love singing this song with you, Elijah Jeff. So when we come to the other side, we're going to see how this – changes everything for a lot
2: of people. So stay tuned.
3: See you on the other side.
1: This is Mark Call, host of the Come Out of Her, My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle. If you ever need your money back, and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, the secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R E F Y.com, or call them at 888 YREFI 24. That's 888. 888- why refi 24 Kelvin Joe sent you
2: do you have questions or comments for Kelvin you can text him right now at 877-536-1360 I want to see
3: so good to see you even though i can't see you it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood and i'm so excited that you are here at the deaf potter show this is our last segment so i'm gonna not really do a lot here i'm gonna let eliza joe take it away tell her story actually she sing, hit the home run with the singing on her horse the american anthem and take it away
0: awesome yes and so um, singing the anthem there on the very first day of stock show led to me being asked to come back and sing for the freestyle Raining. and I thought there was a lot of people but I'm so blessed that I can't see because <laughs> then I didn't know how many were actually there I later found out there were 5,000 people there <laughs> and it was so incredible actually one of um, one of the best anthems I had done at that point in my life and um then I had gotten an email on people submitting to sing for the FFA Rodeo so I sent for Stock Show. So then I sent in that national anthem I had done for the Freestyle Reining and got to go back and sing uh, for the FFA Rodeo. And it was just so cool that originally I had been told that I couldn't sing the anthem at National Western and ended up getting to sing for three different events at Stock Show that same year.
3: So, so as you're was going through cool. this... You're getting contacted one after another, after another, after another, after another, and then you find yourself in Tennessee.
0: Oh my goodness, yes. It was awesome, because after that uh, experience at Stock Show, I got a phone call from a radio show host in Colorado, and he asked if I would sing the National Anthem for the Rocky Mountain Country Music Awards. Long story short, I made a blind joke. He thought it was great, (laughs) and um, he told my now manager, but at the time just a family friend, that if I wanted to go sing, uh, record an album, he would love to hear it, and he would be willing to help me. Um, And then, me and my manager had talked, and it's a really whole nother podcast, honestly, a whole nother show um to get into how this experience went, so I won't get into it but I was just so blessed that the Lord provided some amazing people. He showed that it was going to be him that got me to Nashville, not my own strength. Yeah. Um, again, another long story, but it's just so cool how God worked in that. And I found myself getting to go to Nashville and record 10 songs. I've only released eight of them. Um, you can find those on any music platform um, under Liza Jo. That's L I Z A J O. Um. I also have a website, Liza Joe music.com that people can go to and find my social media and links to those, to that album. Um, and then I have two more songs that I'm going to release here soon. So and
3: all all of that, by the way, is that death potter show.com and this interview and her interview on the perseverance podcast. And you can hear all the details, even the chicken story, and her falling in the hole, and her story about how she even got this record deal, and the money they come to be able to do this record deal, and so all that at the Deathline Potter Show will be right there for you after the show. So once the show is over, you can go to com. And all that stuff would be there for you. So continue. So you come back from Tennessee doing your rec, making your record deal, and yeah. you graduate high school, and everything's just what happened. Like yeah. it's like there she goes. What's going on now? <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, something I never would have expected in my wildest dreams, I ended up going to the FFA State Convention right after I had, um, well, on May 20th was my birthday, my graduation party, and my record release party. And so um, it was yeah. a big day. And my I just all of that, and I said, let's ground. make it happen. Um, but, no, oh, it was you. just so good, and I got to it. Release- Um, This on this plane now Now I see just my whole story